here we are again for another episode of the What's Up Cuz podcast. I'm Dr. David Brock, and I am in studio with my one and only, the fabulous, beautiful, gorgeous, always ready, effervescent, the one and only D-squared, Dr. Sharon McDaniels, my oh, buddy and cohorts. My. We appreciate you being here. What's up, Doc? <laughs> What's up? As you we know, like you, to say. You keep on getting adding more adjectives. Listen, so I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Somebody may not have told you you're special, beautiful, or amazing today, so I'm giving them all to you. Amen. Well, I got, I got about a week's worth that we haven't been in the studio, so I had to get them all in. So as we like to say, what's up, cuz? What's up, cuz? Well, how are you? I'm doing well. How you doing? Oh, you know what? If it gets any better, it's not going to be fair to somebody else. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be here. Always grateful to be here in the studio with you. And I'm grateful today that we are in studio. And it's coming up on Mother's Day. Yes, yes, yes. So, We're so excited yeah, about Mother's I'm, Day. Yeah, you know what? I, you know what? I was thinking about it today. I knew we would be in studio. And I was thinking, you know, uh, you know, I'm not perfect, but what I am, I can contribute and attribute to my mother. My mm. mother, uh, I, I shared on, on one time in a, in a message I was preaching, and I said how my mother set me up one time and brought me to her house, cooked my favorite meal, <laughs> set me down the table, made Kool-Aid. Some of y'all don't know about Kool-Aid. Made cool, my favorite Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Red Kool-Aid. You know that red Kool-Aid. Made my Kool-Aid and you everything else. You know you're in else. trouble with red Kool-Aid. You, red Kool-Aid. You know it was about to happen. It was going down. And I, I'm thinking, nobody else is coming. She said, no, just me and you. And then I'm like sitting there, and she loved me enough to sit me down after she cooked this meal and she said to me she said you know what son she said I brought you here to tell you I love you but I don't like you Mm. and she began to tell me some things that I needed to change about how I was going and who I was and you know I I learned from that that love is sometimes confrontational Yes, you know but I thank God that my mother loved me enough to correct what she saw that was wrong in me and her she was an advocate for me all her life you know and I'm I'm grateful for the time that I had with her and, uh, and was able to give back and pour back into her but you know today Today's broadcast is going to be de- dedicated to mothers. To and, mothers, And yes. I'm excited. So let me just say to you, happy Mother's Day. Thank you so you much. It's, it's a blessing to be a mom and a mom to many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about it as I was driving home uh, to prepare for today's uh, uh, recording. And I was thinking, I said, wow. I said, Doc is a mom. She's been a bonus mom. She has stepped in and been a surrogate mom. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about to the thousands and thousands of children that you have been instrumental in helping their grandmothers and their aunties and others to be moms in their lives and to fill those spaces and shoes. So the touch that God has placed on your life, the mothering aspect mm. of your life, that nurturing has changed the world, believe it or not. And wow. I, you know, that's an awesome thing when you Woo. think about what God has done. Uh, some may not know your full testimony, but to think about what God has allowed uh, you to do, you know, and I know you are a product of the uh, of the kinship care environment and so forth in the absence of your mom. Right. But that did not stop you. And you actually used that as a springboard. And it has been instrumental in the lives of so many. So if I was to say it, I would say happy Mother's 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 <laughs> Mother's Day to you. You are deserving oh, of goodness. so much. And so we honor you. I honor you today just for who you are and what you've done. You have been a phenomenal woman in the lives of your children, your child, Taylor, I know, and just your grandma now mm-hmm. and just all the things that God has blessed you to do. So happy Mother's Day Thank to you. Thank you again. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to be in studio. And this is one I'll be in studio and I'll be sitting here smiling and grinning because I know today's broadcast is devoted to mothers and you have some special guests that are going to be in studio with you. So I'm going to shut my mouth, turn it over to you and let you introduce your guests and to just let's just have a great time together. I may interject every now and again or well, just wave my do. hand, but, Absolutely. but grateful to be here with you. So, Doc, uh, you know, D-squared to 
all the mothers, I want to say happy Mother's Day. And my ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to turn it over to uh, our mom for the day, Dr. Sharon McDaniel. Doc, take it away. Oh, well, thank you so much, Dr. Brock. It's so um, wonderful to be here with you always. And I think this will make the three, we have three guests today, so you know we are moving on up, really. Three at one time. <laughs> we're so, showing off. <laughs> we're showing off today. Yeah, we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have fabulous moms that are joining us today. And so I will just give their um, names and then they'll go and introduce themselves more deeply. But we have um, Mrs. Melissa Brock. We have Mrs. Jackie Mitchell and Mrs. June Smith. How are you, ladies? I am wonderful. I'm blessed. How's everybody? Good. I'm so glad to hear your voices. I'm so glad to hear your voices. And thank you so much for joining our podcast as we talk about mothers. We really want to center women today. And so when we're thinking about who we we could ask to be our guests, I certainly just approached you all and you all were just so graciously willing to say, okay, sure, sure, reluctantly maybe because some of the questions that I might be asking, but but I just want to thank you all for joining us uh, today. And why don't I start with uh, Melissa, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself to uh, our audience. So my name is Melissa Brock. I am the wife of Dr. David Brock. Um, I'm just happy to be here today to um, talk about motherhood. I feel like I have the absolute best mother in the world. So, oh my um, goodness! I, I don't mind talking about her and um, just about just to share. You know, I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And absolutely, we know that you. Um, I've met your mom, and she's a wonderful woman. So, thank you so much for being here. And then we'll go to Jackie. Jackie, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Sure, sure. So, my name is Jacqueline Mitchell. I am a wife and a mother. Um, and a whole lot of other things. Uh, I love that I'm here to be able to discuss this topic with you guys. I'm very much um, all about women and just uplifting women and encouraging women. And I've been a mother for a long time, um, just, you know, due to me having my youngest, I'm sorry, my oldest, um, at a young age. So I'm really excited to just talk about this. Um, topic and be able to actually rain on and brag about my mom too because I too feel like I have the best mama in the world. Yes, and I happen to know your mom too and she is a wonderful yeah. mom. So. Oh, Doc, before you go on, I just want to know what's the other thing? She says some other things. What's the other thing, Jackie? <laughs> it's so funny because I don't even know where to start, right? So I, I have a, a day job, right? I definitely love to work at the organization that I work for, the Second Chance. And I am um, a minister in training at church. I'm a oh. business Center oh just recently opened up a, a mobile cafe called Double Jack. Oh my! Um, yeah, so many things. Digital artists, I do digital art as well. So just a bunch of things. I don't like to limit myself, <laughs> so I kind of put those three dots there to just say so many other things. And I like to encourage women to see themselves that way as well, because though we are mothers, we're so much more than that. Also. Wow. Well, congratulations. That is a lot. And congratulations. And I've seen her artwork. um, Absolutely phenomenal. So um, when you start selling them, let me know, because, you know, I'm always trying to sew into women. So absolutely. Definitely. So then we have Minister June Smith. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Uh, My name is June Smith and I'm a wife and I have nine children. And so, you know, I have plenty of grandchildren. <laughs> and I've also been a foster mom 
for 30 years. Wow. So I have been truly, truly blessed well, in that know, aspect. Well, you know, thank you so much for that. And I, and I, I couldn't remember the number. I knew what was you you were um, certainly fruitful and multiplied. But right, I, wasn't, right. <laughs> I wasn't so sure how many, but um, congratulations to you. Well, we're going to get into our questions, but when I was doing a little research, I found out that President, President Woodrow Wilson was the one who actually proclaimed Mother's Day in 1914, if you will, and he just wanted to have the opportunity for, for the America to say thank you to their moms and all other moms. And there are about 85 million mothers and bonus moms and about 70 million grandmothers and 214,000 foster moms. And June, you just talked about being a foster mom. So I wanted to lift up foster moms as we are in um, National Foster Care Month. And so I'm going to start with you, Jackie. Why don't we talk about, you know, how do you define motherhood and what has it meant to you? Absolutely. So for me, motherhood is but in the simplest term is life, right? So bringing, creating life, bringing life into the world and then nurturing life through, you know, our children and as they grow. Um, as I mentioned, I had my oldest son when I was 15. So I've almost been a mom longer than I haven't been a mom at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, being able to care for him at such a young age through where I am now has just brought so much um, purpose into my life and has helped me to really just mature and to grow into I feel like a functioning adult because I've been taking care of myself and someone else for a very long time mm. um, when you look at my you know again I was 15 so I just think for me it's all about just life from start to finish and it means everything to me because again my a lot of my life has comprised of me being a mother and just raising my son. I had a lot of support when I was younger. So when I really got out on my own and things, I got a different um, appreciation for just motherhood within itself. When like, you know, you got to do what you have to do to make sure that you and your child are taken care of. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely just life (laughs) and being able to see the life in your children and to see the things that they begin to accomplish. It just brings so much. I, I can't describe it other than life, life and love. Mm, that's amazing. And I've seen your children and I, and you're, you know, such a phenomenal woman in and of itself. But, you know, I, I really honor you because as you talk about being a teen mom, and as I see how you nurture your children and just love on your children, no one would know. But the fact of the matter is that you didn't stop there. You continue mm-hmm. to grow and love. And so thank you so much for sharing that um, very much. Thank so you. just love and life. Um, so what about you, Melissa? What does, what is, you know, you're a bonus mom and, you know, and, and I really honor the bonus moms. I was one as well. Um, and so what has that meant to you being a bonus mom? Um, and then you can also talk about from your mother's context in terms of how your mother, mother Jew, if you will. So you have two questions in one. <laughs> okay. So, um, let me back up a little bit. I've been fortunate to have had my grandmothers, all of my grandmothers, mm. and even my great-grandmother when I was growing up. Wow. So I was fortunate to have all of them to sew into me as a person and as a woman mm. um, throughout my life. My, I have one grandmother left um, who is still living. She's 92. And wow. you can ask Dr. Brock, she 
is all there. She will chat you, <laughs> <laughs> chat you away. Doc, we we were out trying to get something for her mother, grandmother for for Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and the lady was trying to give us some glitter lotion that glitters. Mm-hmm. I said, uh-uh, Grandma, ninety two. She ain't got to be glitter. She ain't. Uh-uh, this ain't holiness. She can't be walking out here glittering. And not, nothing needs to glitter at ninety two. <laughs> That is awesome that she's 92. Wow. She's 92 and she's wonderful. Um, And I have a wonderful mother who has sewn into me in every possible way um, from the time I was a young child, from, you know, school and academics and church and to relationships. So I've been really fortunate to have, I'm an only child, so Mm. it all came it all came my all way. All the attention. It all came my way. But I, but I consider that a blessing because mm-hmm. my parents really took time to, to nurture me and um, to expose me to a lot, so mm-hmm. I can be a well-rounded and and a good person. Um, but as far as being a bonus mom, I always I kind of joke when I got married, I got a whole package deal. Yeah, you got, a whole, you got a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole bunch. I got a whole package deal. I got a husband. I got children, grandchildren, everything. And a church. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and a church and everyone that belongs to the church. But it's been, it really has been a positive mm. and loving and warm and wonderful experience. So I couldn't have asked for a better um, a better transition, but I've, it, it was kind of unique in that um, David's children were, um, a, they're grown, mm-hmm. they're adults, so it's not like we had children to raise or anything like that, so it's been different, but it's been really nice because they're lovely young ladies, mm-hmm. and it's just nice to get to know them and um, continue to get to know them and spoil their kids. And, yes, those grandbabies. And, yes, <laughs> and enjoy all of that, and I'm just... It's it's been a unique experience, but it's also familiar because my grandmother had the same pretty much almost exact situation. Mm. She married my grandfather, who was a pastor of a church. She never had biological children. I don't have biological mm-hmm, children, mm-hmm. but my grandfather had children and grandchildren, so it was very 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 similar. Wow. So I was exposed already to um, the the environment and the experience that I'm living right now. So, but it's so it's been wonderful. I can't. I can't it's amazing you know you know god will just set you up won't he you know i mean just think about your um your grandmother and her experience and that's now your experience so you saw that as you were coming through so you knew exactly how to just fit on in and so god already knows what he's already doing before we know it so that's awesome so miss june what about you because you have nine children and you didn't say how many grandchildren so what about you? What, yeah. is, what is what is this all meant to you in terms of motherhood? And think about your mom and then how you have then also, um, you know, with your children and your grandchildren. Well, I'm like Jackie. I um, had my first child when I was 15. And, um, you know, we think we're grown. And so I moved out my mom's house when I was 17. And I've been on my own ever since. And it had its struggles, but I had a praying mother. Mm, mm-hmm. And my mother believed in prayer. And she prayed for me. And she prayed for my siblings. And so we were able to accomplish the things that we thought we couldn't accomplish, but we accomplished a lot of things in our lives. And um, as for my nine children, 
I gave birth to six. Mm-hmm. I adopted two, and I raised, we raised our godchild okay. from the time she was six weeks old. So that's how I ended up with nine children. Amazing. And I do actually have 23 grandchildren Ooh. and 13, I'm sorry, 15 great-grandchildren. Wow, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> you have a reunion just at your house every Sunday, huh? <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. You know, we have to, we're at to the point now that we have to rent halls and carry on <laughs> to, do, to do dinners hopefully. that we didn't have to do before. But I thank God for my mother. Well, hopefully, because, hopefully like you I got said, she June? was a praying woman. Hey, June. Yes, I was going to say, hopefully you all have some stock in the grocery store because you, you don't buy enough food to own one by now. <laughs> Bishop, we got to have something. Well, as you know, one of my daughters and them do own the, the store. Mm-hmm, well, two mm-hmm. stores. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And my son, my oldest son, is in Atlanta and is getting ready to open up his um, sandwich shop. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. really nice. Well, you know, I've um, actually been a beneficiary of your daughter's um, catering service. Um, so she was doing a lot of meal preps and things like that um, before, and she would bring, you know, she made vegan dishes and things like that. So she's an awesome cook. So um, I just really honor, you know, 23 grandchildren and um, 15 great-grands. And just, you know, and the other thing that you said is that, those not born to you, you still, you know, you, you count them as your children. Too often we, we see people putting labels, oh, those are my foster kids or those are my whatever, but you call them your children. And so I really honor you for that um, as you think about Mother's Day. Um, and I'm sure that they're going to honor you on your special day. So I want to move on because you all kind of, you know, in your, in your responses to the first question answered some of the questions already, but Melissa, I want to start with you again. I'm just really talking about what are the skills that you think um, that a mother must bring to the table, if you will. um, And that you would have borrowed from your mother, your grandmother, as you talked about that would really be critical for females today as they're mothering. I would think to be open-minded, um, to be patient, to listen, to be loving, but at the same time to to guide. I think that's really important. I think while you want, just from the outside looking in, from the, all the mothers around me, you want your child to learn and grow and explore things on their own, but there, there needs to be guidance. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think just to be there, I know I always joke, I laugh at my mom, like she was really big on just exposing me to all kinds of things, like just different programs and camps and all kinds of Mm -hmm. things. And I, I think I went to like a career exploration workshop. I was in the fourth grade. Like, what is, <laughs> what is, what is, what, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, so, so, I mean, it was, they were always taking me to see shows and plays and read books and things like that. And I think that's important to expose your children to, you know, all different kinds of people, different mm-hmm. kinds of places mm-hmm. so they can learn and know how to move around in the world and interact with other kind of people. Um, so I think, you know, that kind of skill of being loving and understanding and listening and also, you know, having some some kind of 
guide or plan mm-hmm. something to lead. Um, I would, I would imagine I, I'm on the outside looking in, I'm auntie Melissa mm-hmm. or, um, I have the grandkids. So I'm all about spoiling them rotten, <laughs> letting them eat all the ice cream they can eat <laughs> till they're gonna she's not, all sugared she's, up. She's not joking. She's not joking. Let my my one grandson, I, I, you know, he, he, I think he's lived before mm-hmm. because he'll call her while she's riding home from work and he'll be like, all right, now call me when you get home now, make sure. I said, what is that with this little boy? <laughs> he has to make sure he, she checks yeah, in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just wondering, um, Melissa, when you think about what your mom did and how she instilled in the fourth grade, you know, career day, <laughs> did, that, did that have any impact on your choice of profession as you think about? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, in undergrad, I was an English major. So I, cause I had developed a love of reading and mm. a love of words and mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. And that carry through, it still carries through my career and what I do. I write a lot. There's a lot of writing components in the things that I do, mm-hmm. a lot of words, a lot of reading. Um, so that definitely, um, just her love of words and books and things like that and learning has definitely directly, um, affected me even I would say more so than my father he's a, a numbers person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't add well, but you do um, beautiful words you absolutely <laughs> I'm words not numbers <laughs> but um yeah that yeah that's I, good that's yeah. excellent and June what about you what about those skills that you bring to the table as a mother grandmom and that you think will um that young people today need to understand in terms of impact of motherhood and um what, what advice and skills do you believe that they should have one is respect mm-hmm. and try to understand that they really don't know everything mm-hmm. It's a learning process as mm-hmm. we go through. Even though I'm, you know, I have these grandchildren and great grands and children, I'm still learning. Mm, you know, it's a learning process, and they have to. I thought about the one question you had put here, and I thought about when I was growing up, and how. They said it takes a village or a community to raise a child. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that anymore. If you say something to someone's child, they're ready to cut your head off. Yeah, it's not it's not a good situation. (laughs) You can't you can't do that. And I remember um the Nita Iverson's grandmother, we called her Big Mom. Mm -hmm. And I remember her sitting in the yard. And we had been teasing this man in the community, and he chased us. And I got chastised by her. And then when my mother came home, she chastised me again. Yes. And, you know, you don't see that anymore. You don't see no one stepping in and saying, oh, you don't do this, don't do that, even if you do it in a loving way. You know, it doesn't have to be a chastisement that we got. But it can be done in a loving way, Mm -hmm. and you don't see that anymore. People don't take out time to love on the children. Um, My motto is I don't allow people to call kids bad around me. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know what that child goes through. 
Yeah, so it's right. a loving child, and they're just having an issue. And where do you, how do you deal with that issue? Mm-hmm. That's really good, you know. And I'm, I'm like that too, um, June. I, there are no bad kids, right? There are situations that young people, like you said, are are dealing with, and it's really about how do we help them deal and manage their emotions because they're so, you know, they don't know how to do things, you know, they're trying to figure it all out. And we're, we're as adults, as moms are supposed to be helping them. So I really like that. And, um, I really appreciate what you're saying. A couple of podcasts ago, Dr. Brock and I talked about that whole village and that the absence of the village, if you will. And so, um, that's critically important. So thank you for bringing that to our attention again. And so Jackie, what about you? You know, as a young mom, you, you, you talked about you were learning while also parenting um, your young, young, young child. But I know you've learned over time. So what skills do you believe that young people, young moms who are um, parenting now, what can they learn from your journey? And what skills would they would you would like to offer to them? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, one huge thing is is grace. Mm. I think that we have to learn how to have grace for our children. Um, I can recall the day I told my mom, um, it was funny. It was actually on Mother's Day. When I actually <laughs> told my mom that surprise, I was pregnant. Surprise, surprise, Listen, Happy Grandmother's Day. Me, y'all. Listen, it's so funny because we were at church and we were all reporting out, like reporting out, Lord, you can't get out of work. We were all basically talking about our moms over the pulpit and I'm just like, you know, my mom's great and I bust out in the tears and after church we're at home and we're sitting on her bed and she's like, she just knew me and she's like, What was what was that about? Mm-hmm. And I just broke down and I was able to tell her about, you know, her my pastor parents hearing from their fifteen year old daughter mm. that she's with child and I was terrified. I was terrified. I knew for about a week before I would even told my parents. So the whole time leading up to it, I was just very, very scared and fearful because I didn't know how they were going to react or how they were going to receive it because I knew it was something that was life-changing. But my mother showed me so much grace, oh, and she still beautiful. does to this day. Yeah, she just held me and mm-hmm. um, really just comforted me and told me that everything was going to be okay. And like to this day, she, she often says to me, and not in a dismissive way, but in a more encouraging way that, you know, it's not the end of the world, meaning like you're not dead, you right. know, you can mm-hmm. still fix or turn this around or, you know, whatever the situation may be. So I really bring a lot of grace into my relationship with my children because um, I think it was Miss June who said it, they don't know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm back in school and taking psychology class. You mm-hmm. realize how <laughs> a development of children is real and mm-hmm. you know they don't foresee things or they don't know the consequences of their actions sometimes and things like that so just having mm-hmm. the grace and the patience with them so that you know you can redirect them in a, in a loving way um is definitely uh grace and the last thing is resilience um i think as mothers you know a lot of times we have to kind of just get it done like I have four children, I have a set of twins, and a lot of times people say, "I don't know how you do it." I'm like, "Well, I kind of have to." Mm-hmm. Like the kids are here now; <laughs> yep. they're here now. I think I have no choice. So just being resilient because we still have lives and still experience things in our lives while having to um, raise children and try to make sure that the things that we are dealing with doesn't really, you know, impact them too greatly. So just continue continuing to be resilient and to have that bounce back and 
just remembering that through your resilience, you're teaching your kids how to be resilient. Mm-hmm. So like your bounce back is going to look a lot like their bounce back. So just be mindful of kind of what that looks like. That is really um, just profound, Jackie. Um, just, you know, what you, Melissa, June um, are saying, it's just really about um, centering humanity, right? I mean, when we think about the love and light, when we think about the village, when we think about grace um, and honoring our children, it's really about seeing them first and foremost and then centering their humanity. So, so remarkable. And Jackie, almost like you with um, your mom, um, Taylor had gone, had graduated from um, high school and had gone to Lincoln University. So she was there um, for a semester and close to the end of the semester, she called me and she says, Oh mom, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, Oh, so how pregnant are you? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all really know everything. (laughs) And so, you know, she had gone to school pregnant, but you know, she didn't know, you know what she was going to do. But I thank God for just raising her um, in the way that she made the choice to, um, you know, parent, um, and and to have birth and and parent my grandson, who's just amazing. He, he turned 14 this year. And so, um, you know, I really appreciate that grace, you know, just really what, what mothers teach, right. What Jackie's mom has taught with, um, Melissa's mom. And then, um, June, as you talked about your mom and then even the community moms. So we need to get back to that community mom. I wonder what, what would a community mom look like? I know I'm throwing this question in cause I didn't, but now that you all, you know, we do that on this podcast, we will ask you a whole new question. So what would a community mom look like? June, we'll start with you. What would a community mom look like these days? June, you hear me? Jackie, we'll start. We'll, we'll go to you. We'll, we'll see what happened with them um, okay. with Jen. What would a community mom look like? You know, it's so um, thinking about that question. It's so honestly big to think about because Ms. June is right. Like when you think about it now, especially when I'll, I'll talk about us ourselves, our millennial generation, it's like, you can't say nothing to our kids mm. without us being ready to fight. So I think that really um, a community mom, someone who just, every child is your child, right? Mm. And I think that's the way that I approach life. Like, I was walking down the street finishing my run the other morning, and there was two little kids kind of standing in front of my house. And I'm like, are you guys okay? And they're like, oh, we're waiting for the bus. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you can back up a little bit so you're not so close to the street. I think mm-hmm. they're afraid to be near my cars and things like that. But it's just being able to, to really take the approach that every child is my child and thinking, like, what I want my child doing and being able to actually find a way to address you know, what, what you may see um, in a way where children or young adults can really understand and see what you're trying to either redirect them from or correct and things like that, I think is what's going to be key now because there's a lot of kids too who are just, you know, don't have the most respect for authority or for mm-hmm. adults. So mm-hmm. a lot of times you just have to try to find a way to speak their language and yep. get them to understand like why this may not be the best choice for you to be making for your life right now mm-hmm. and things like that. Oh, that's really good. Now, June, I hear you back. So Jackie, thank you for that. I mean, and, and think about those little young people close to the curb, you know, you, you know, again, you just, you're looking out for that community. So I love that example of com- a community mom. So June, going back to you, what would a community mom look like in 2023? A community mom would uh, today, hopefully, would go back to 
giving, let me put it this way. Our children today look for respect. Mm -hmm. And if you give them respect, they'll give you respect in return. We um, sometimes, because we're older, we think about how we were raised and how we were um, told um, children to be or to be seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. And I they, never understood they that. <laughs> me either. I, I never got that. <laughs> they 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 don't they don't play that today. Mm -hmm. You know they don't want to talk about. They want to be heard. And so the twenty twenty three parents have to learn to listen mm -hmm. because they they have a lot to say. And sometimes they're wrong, and sometimes they're absolutely right. So we have to, the parents today, mothers today, have to learn to be able to take out the time to listen and also, um, as the word says, you know, don't um, cause our children to wrath against us. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be careful how we... Um, talk to them and relate to them because the media today, if it's not the media, then it's the street or teaching our children a whole different realm than when it was when we were coming up. Right. So that community mom is going to be one who's going to be able to listen. So show respect and listen. And what I hear you and I'm going to, we're going to go into another question. I'm going to ask Melissa what, what that community mom would look like in 2023. But June, you hit on something in terms of how moms have to now balance the old with the new. And so that's going to really be our next question. But Melissa, before we go there, what would a community mom look like um, from your perspective? So for me, from my perspective, it could be like I could be seen as a community mom just because I'm around young, young people. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think it might be um, ident like identifying a child that and seeing an interest that they have and maybe helping mm -hmm. them foster that interest mm -hmm. in, you know, interest. So I used to work at a television station. So there were some kids at my church that were interested in that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So just spending time with them, I brought them into the station and mm -hmm. show them around and introduce them to people and expose them. So maybe just, you know, finding some kind of way to spend time and, you know, help them, you know, foster some interest or some, you know, love they have something that they can grow from and learn from and grow life skills from, yes. you know, you can use it to do something like that. So, I mean, I, I think I know that I can't reach every child. Mm -hmm. So maybe finding a child, the children or the child that I can connect with and identify with and finding ways to, you know, to help uplift them. And you do that often. I know the other day when, um, or a couple of weeks ago, not the other day, but when we were trying to get you to go to, to go to dinner with us on a Sunday, when, when doc was, um, traveling about, about doing some work for some organization that he <laughs> still helps with. Um, we're trying to get you to go to dinner. So, oh no, I have to go out with my, you know, my, my niece that you really uh, serve and, and, um, really develop her skills and you all are so close. So that's why we wanted to have you on because you, you do feed into the psyche and the, and the well being of, um, children who you did not give birth to, but you are certainly, they are certainly centered in your life and, and you and 
theirs. But I also, they probably thought you were famous. You're going to the television right. station. <laughs> They're like, well, we're going to the television station. So they thought you were famous. Yes. You knew everybody, huh? Yeah, that, it was funny. It was fun. It was fun for them to see people that they saw on TV every day. And oh, like, that's nice. You know, on be able to see that they're just real people just like you, you know, they have a job. This is their job. You know, people see them do their job because of what it is, but you could do it too. Mm -hmm. You know, they, you know, learned a skill. They went to skill school. They learned a skill and you could do that too. So, That's you know, good. That's just awesome. that kind of, you know, spending time and just somebody did it with me. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, and I know each of you all in your respective roles, um, are bringing young people. I know, um, Jackie is always bringing volunteers and people at the church into some of the things. She's a wonderful organizer. Anytime we have we have an event, she is the person who's Jackie. I don't know if you have an event planning business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, you got how many jobs you got, man? You got another one coming. I mean, because that because that is also you know a skill that you are so gifted in. And so anyway, but she's always bringing people and her own children into the fold in terms of her work. And as um, June, you know, with her, you know, working with us before, you know, being one of our grand family, grandmoms and mama's hands, grandma's hands. And so she was always bringing her young people in. So I really honor you all that you all have centered your jobs into also making sure that young people understand what you do. And Jackie, I want to now go back to you with our, our next question. And so June kind of led into this a little bit in terms of this whole notion of trying to find the balance. You, you are sort of our millennial mom on the on the show today. And this whole idea of dealing with social media and sort of some of the old school stuff that your mom, your grandmom, you know, people in the community taught us that we're now trying to balance. How do you balance it as a mom of um, a young people in, in your household? What are, the, what are some of the ideas that we need to be thinking about as we try to strike this balance? Yeah, it's very, um, it's a very interesting challenge. I mean, I I was appreciated the question because it made me think um, a little deeply about what that really looks like. And I think the two big areas that um, I found that I am challenged with the most when it comes to catching a balance, the first one is definitely discipline, right? And I think that that's something mm -hmm. that has just evolved over the times, right? So we was, you know, back in the day, you got chastised. There was no question about it. That was just what you did. You know, you get the, you get the behind me, you get the leg top or something like that. Um, and I think that as time has gone on and, you know, has research has erupted and things have come out that says that it may not be the best method for disciplining children and things like that. So I think, um, and then, you know, us millennials, we came up with this whole notion of gentle parenting, mm. right, where... We're now trying to gentle parent. Um, Can you explain and, that a little bit? Because that's, you know, I'm yeah. six generations of <laughs> gentle parenting. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so gentle parenting is, it's funny. It's like our idea of um, kind of moving away from more, um, from the discipline that I'll say that we were used to. And I will say, and I, I can't really necessarily speak for me, but I can just say a lot of times in the black community, um, you know, what the rather the way that we were dealt with when we were younger, um, whether it involved, you know, you being yelled at or screamed at, mm -hmm. or if it did involve, you know, you got a, a spanking or something like that. Gentle parenting is now the other side of that where we're trying to be more patient with our kids mm -hmm. and we're trying mm -hmm. to talk to them and discuss boundaries and explain to them why things um, are not, you know, may not be the best for them and why they cannot do certain things and giving them the space to, like to Miss June's point, 
um, to, to vocalize um, how they feel and things like that. But as I mentioned, it's very challenging to balance because some you have to ensure that your kids are not taking advantage of it or, mm-hmm. you know, that you can still get the respect that you need from them and that they understand fully the weight of, you know, and the consequences sometimes of some of their actions and things like that. So it's really about being strategic in the way that you're having your conversations and things like that. I'll be 100% transparent with y'all. My son got into a fight at school today, and he <laughs> initiated the fight. <laughs> okay? I was challenged mm-hmm. on my way home. You can ask Taylor, because she was in there. She's like, no, Jackie, don't go too hard on him. Don't go too hard on him. I'm like, listen. That gentle parenting. I've been so <laughs> She's like, no, Jackie, because you don't even know. I'm like, listen, I was challenged today, because mm-hmm. I'm like, do I go home? And really tear this boy up because I don't like fighting. I don't mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you don't put your hands on other people's kids and bullying and things like that. Like, that's just not something that we stand for. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, if I do that and he just got into a fight and then I come home and put my hands on him, what is that teaching him? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? If I have a discussion with him and talk to him, is that enough? Does it carry enough weight so that he can truly understand what it is, you know, that, that he has done? So it's really trying to catch the balance and just, it's very different for every child. As I mentioned, I have four children. So it's different for my daughter who's two. It's different for my oldest who's about to be 13. And it's even different for my two twins who are both six. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with them differently because mm-hmm. their personalities are different. So like they receive things a little differently. So it's really just knowing your children right. and what they can take and what you feel. Um, a lot is trial and error. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you might have to you react one way and then you realize once you sit back, like, oh man, that maybe that wasn't the best way to react and um, get accustomed to apologizing to your children. I I don't think that we, I have a lot of that, um, you know, when I was growing up and things like that. So being able to say, Hey, I realized I probably didn't handle that the right way. And I'm sorry. And apologizing to your kids so that they know that their feelings are valued and things like that are important when it comes to that. Um, And then the last thing, like I said, was exposure kind of to, Miss June's point, we have, our kids are exposed to so much now mm-hmm. in this, just with mass media. Um, when we were younger, all we had was playing outside. You, you know, you had a house phone. You better not have been talking about nothing crazy because your mom's going to pick up the phone. That's exactly yeah, right. It better be on that <laughs> porch when the street lights come on. That's about right. right. <laughs> exactly. You weren't taking pictures and posting to social media and mm-hmm. doing things like that. So I just think um, you didn't have access to the internet at your fingertips at all moments of the day. So just balancing, because, I mean, some of the things that our kids are exposed to can help them. You know, we got Coco Melon and learning games and things that just expose them to different diversities, diverse people and things. But there's the other side that can really, um, you know, overexposure at a young age and being exposed to things that you're not necessarily prepared for can really impact children. So I think just learning how to balance what we expose our children to, mm-hmm. um, you know, using using those parental controls, making sure that it's age appropriate and things so that our kids don't or are not in a rush to grow up. Now that's really good. And I remember you um, introduced me to Coco Melon. I'm like, what is Coco Melon? When we were talking about at a staff <laughs> meeting, you sent me the whole little thing. Here's Coco Melon, Doc. I'm like, oh, okay. So thank you so much, you know. Um, but Melissa, what about you in terms of that balance? What would you say that is essential for moms negotiating all that they have to deal with today? I, I think it's, I th- to um, Jackie's point, I think it's, knowing your children and, you know, being, a being aware of what they're exposed to. I think, I mean, having worked in with the, in and around the media, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it's, you know, it's, 
it's a lot and it can be a lot for children to um to try to digest and understand and you know you know interpret it and mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. it fits them so you know i i don't I, I like I said I don't have children so I'm the I'm the bonus so I'm like the good time. <laughs> so you're like what are we going to watch today? Right. But but I am like aware of, you know, how people raise their children mm-hmm. and you know making sure that I'm, you know, adhering to when they're with me adhering to things that their parents mm-hmm. would allow them to do and not you know, letting them do or see or watch anything crazy yes. or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. So from my perspective, I try to be aware of that when I have like my nieces and nephews with me or when the grandkids are with me, just being aware of them and, you know, what they're doing and, and just, you know, staying engaged in that way. Oh, that's really good. And just, you know, I, I like what you're saying, you know, getting, understanding what mom may allow them to watch or listen to so that you're adhering to that. Cause sometimes people say, okay, you with me. So here's what we going to do. <laughs> oh, that's what you do. Dr. Brock. That, oh. is, that is me. <laughs> you are over here. All the candy is permissible. <laughs> Ruin your teeth, hype yourself up. Dang and, on you. and then I'm sending you home. Okay. So I, don't Jackie, I've been trying to become Jackie's baby's godfather. So that was probably no, why she won't let me do it. See? Like, <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. That Keep is, your child away. <laughs> that is funny. Well, Jim, we'll end the question with you. What's that balance? You talked a little bit about it earlier in terms of, you know, just that respect. But are other um, um, additive comments that you would make with um, to add to Melissa and um, Jackie's comments in terms of that finding that balance? I um, agree with both of them. Um, it's just a balance of making sure that you know what your children are doing what your grandchildren are doing, what they're listening to, mm-hmm. what they're watching on TV mm-hmm. and carrying on. Because even these cartoon characters, some of them, they're, they're not cartoons for kids. <laughs> they're cartoons for adults. Because right. they, they, they cuss and everything else in these cartoons. My grandson was sitting here watching a cartoon one day, and I was like, okay, I'm going to let them have their TV time. And all of a sudden, I heard this M this and oh, F that. And hmm. I was like, I turned my head and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I couldn't get the remote quick enough to, to change the channel. And he was like, no, man, I was watching that. <laughs> no, you think you was watching that. That is bad. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they didn't. I said, they cussed. And he sat there for a minute and he said, okay, Nana. They did cut. I said, then the next thing you know, you'll be sitting around here thinking it's okay if you didn't say the word. Mm -hmm. No. You know, so we have to be real careful about what our kids watch, even today with who their friends are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because these kids, I'm very careful. And, And Doc, you know, and Bishop knows that I am all for the kids. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever I can for them. I'll work with them. You know, they got my last, everything. But even today, I'm a little careful of how and whose child I deal with because I don't want them disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to disrespect them. 
Right. So if that they've reached that level of disrespect, then I love them from a distance. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's somebody else that can reach them in a way that I'm unable to reach them. Right. But I, I like what you said, you know, just being attentive to what's going on um, in your in your house and creating that balance. Because I didn't even know so what, how um, Jackie introduced me to Coco Melon. And I also understood there's like Adult Swim. So these are the, the cartoons for adults. I didn't know that existed either. I'm like, oh, so June, yeah. it, it might have been the Adult Swim that your grandchild, you didn't know was, <laughs> you know, this such a thing. But there is adults cartoons for adults and I didn't know that either so mm-hmm. anyway make sure it's the right maybe early in the morning cartoons well mom put parental guidance on there so we ain't got to worry about that okay so yeah. so but again it's 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 fine it's finding that balance is what you're ultimately saying so I know we've been on for a while and we're gonna um and but I just want to before we end I just want to thank each of you for just lending your time and your voices your brilliance, just your thought-provoking um, uh, ways in which we can think about honoring moms and how you've honored your moms today and those in your neighborhoods. But I want you to be able to celebrate Mother's Day in your own way by um, honor to our audience, you know, giving well wishes and to your mom. So just want to have you all have that free space to do that. So Melissa, we'll start with you about who do you want to say Happy Mom's Day to and and just let us know what you think. Yeah, I think it's important on Mother's Day to to acknowledge mothers that also, you know, your mother, but also people who have in one form or another played a motherly kind of mm-hmm. role in your life. So I have two aunts that I every Mother's Day send them presents because I've they've sewn into me my entire life. I they I know they love me without a doubt. Mm-hmm. They've taken care of me. They've um, taking me places they've invested their time and love in me so I would I'm always I of course first want to wish my mother my amazing amazing mother <laughs> the best mother's day ever and then the same to um, my aunts who I love dearly and all the mothers in my family and all the mothers at love fellowship I just I think you deserve that day and I hope that you all get the wonderful shower of love that you deserve and that you know you're loved and that you know you're that everyone celebrates you the way that you deserve. Oh, that's awesome. So moms and aunties and the people at the church. All right. Thank you, Melissa. What about you? What about you, June? Who would you like to give Mother Day wishes to? Well, as my mom has gone on home to be with the Lord, I thank God for the things that she has embedded in me, especially with a prayer life. But I would like to wish Mother's Day to my spiritual mother, which would be Melissa. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Thank you, Minister June. Thank you. To Doc, who's been very instrumental in my life. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) I don't know you, but happy Mother's Day to you, Elsa. Thank you. I want to wish my daughters a happy Mother's Day because they picked up a lot of things for me, and I thank God for that. Awesome. Thank you so much. A happy Mother's Day as well. 
And to all the mothers in LFC, happy Mother's Day. All right. Happy Mother's Day. And what about you, Jackie? Yeah, definitely want to shout out my amazing mommy, who I'm not going to be able to see because she's in Paris. Oh. So I hope that she's enjoying herself. Yes. Um, but definitely want to um, acknowledge her, acknowledge my sister um, for being the amazing mother that she is. I um, mean, being strong enough to have two babies in one year is our twin. And uh, all of um, just all of my close friends who are mothers, the mothers that are ministry at TUID, at LFC, the ones that are on the call, Doc, um, definitely Miss June and Melissa. Happy Mother's Day to you all. And to just all the mothers um, just around who are listening, I just really want to celebrate you and hope that we all continue to grow as women, that we keep drinking our water and feeding our minds yes. and just taking care of ourselves and of each other because self-care is really the main thing that's going to help us push through as being moms. Oh, that is amazing. I, I just, you know, this, my spirit is filled with the three of you um, today. Just again, your brilliance, your thoughts, um, and just your well wishes to the moms. And so I want to wish the three of you all, happy Mother's Day, and also my daughter, um, happy Mother's Day, and my kinship mom who raised me on Hazel. And so, and all the mothers at LFC, all the mothers at um, A Second Chance and the extended family network that we have. And I just want to thank you all again for joining us. And Doc, I want you to just, what did you hear today that you want to leave us with? Wow. Well, first of all, again, to you, Doc, uh, happy Mother's Day. And to these yes. wonderful women that are on this call, happy Mother's Day. And happy Mother's Day to my mother in love. She is amazing and a phenomenal woman. And all the women of LFC for a second chance and all those extended networks, as you said. Uh, it was my humble honor to be here and to hear these wonderful women. And, you know, I, I was reading and looking up something, and it was a quote by Henry Ward Beecher that said, a mother's heart is the child's schoolroom. Mm. And I thought about that, and I was listening to these mothers as they were sharing all the wisdom that they have learned and all the things that they have gleaned. And truly, they have fulfilled that statement that they are truly teaching their children to be wonderful, uh, uh, grow into wonderful adults. So hats off to all of you all. And the last thing I would say, Doc, was this quote that says, mother, the word mother is a verb. It is something that you do. Mm. not just who you are. Oh, that's good. You that's know, so good. phenomenal mothers that are on here. So to you and to all these ladies and to all the mothers worldwide, bonus moms and those who have stepped in as surrogate mothers, I don't use the word stepmother or anything like no, that. I don't, I don't, I don't that. use mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. I would say mother-in-love. So I've been fortunate, you know, for those things. And to my own mother who is, has went home to be with the Lord, you know, I was laughing when Jackie, I think it was, was talking about grace. I was like, ooh, my mother should have took her class. <laughs> 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 I, I didn't get a lot of that growing up. I, uh, mm -mm. The only grace we got was the same. It was in the hymn book. You know? <laughs> they sang about it, but they didn't do it much. <laughs> but to all you ladies, I say happy Mother's Day. Doc, thanks for gathering such a phenomenal group of women together to share Mother's Day. So I'll give it back to you for a closing remark, and we'll get out of here. Well, you know, um, we just want to make sure that What's Up Cuz is relevant, and today as we celebrate Mother's Day, you know, what's up, cuz, is just on the move. So what's up, cuz? What's up, cuz? <laughs> Until we meet again, we want you all to stay strong and be blessed and know that God loves you and there's not a thing you can do about it.